1: horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. before the railroad tracks could be extended through the West, many agents traveled over the proposed right-of-way to secure property rights. There were countless schemes by which dishonest men hoped to get a share of the money that was being spent so freely. The Lone Ranger had uncovered many underhanded schemes based on the railroad's expansion. So when he learned that new tracks were to be laid through the town of Little Falls, he rode to the vicinity with Toto and his teenage nephew, Dan Reed. It was night when the three rode slowly through the main street of the town. The buildings were dark. A new moon gave only feeble light to reveal the deserted street and the watering trough in front of the general store. Here, the masked man signaled a halt. Ooh, Ooh, we'll, look oh, fella. we'll let our horses drink. Easy, sir. Better <laughs> dismount, Dan. It's got
2: your leg.
0: Good idea. Steady, boy. Golly, been a long time in the saddle. How much farther are we going, sir?
2: Oh, about two miles. We're camping a wood south of town. Mm, that a good place.
0: Have you been here before, sir?
2: Oh, about five years ago, Dan. That was when they were raising money to build a city hall.
0: Oh, yes. I remember Tono telling about how you caught the crooks who tried to steal the building fund.
2: <laughs> I didn't do it alone, Dan. I merely helped Sheriff Jackson. City hall, plenty fine building. Is that it across the street? Ah. Tonto, there's a light in one of the offices. Mm. You can see it through the window shade. Sheriff Jackson may be working overtime.
0: Is that light in the sheriff's office?
2: I don't know, Dan, but we'll find out. I want to talk to Jackson. I plan to have Toto ride into town tomorrow and ask him to visit our camp. It will be much better if I talk to him tonight.
0: Shall we cross the street and see if he's in, sir?
1: Yes. You stay here with the horses, Toto. Uh With Dan Reed at his side, the tall masked man crossed the street to the lighted window. Peering into the room, they saw that the light came from a candle that had been placed on the floor beside a heavy ledger that had apparently been taken from an open safe that stood nearby. A man squatting on the floor was writing in the ledger. That man wore a badge.
0: Looks like a sheriff's badge.
1: That man isn't Sheriff Jackson. He must be a
2: deputy.
0: Golly, I wonder what he's doing. Yes, I wonder. It doesn't look like a sheriff's office.
2: It isn't. It's the office of the tax collector.
0: But, and what's the deputy sheriff doing there?
2: That's what I'd like to know, Dan.
0: Why is he working on the floor by candlelight? Why doesn't he light the oil lamp on the desk?
2: Possibly because he wants to attract as little attention as possible. The dim light, the drawn shade... He's finished.
0: He's putting away the ledger.
2: He seemed to be changing an
1: entry. Come on, Dan. He's putting out the candle. we will leave before he comes out. During the ride from town to camp, the Lone Ranger told Tonto what he had seen. The following morning found the Indian and Dan Reed back in town to gather information. They learned that Sheriff Jackson was away from Little Falls and would not return for several weeks. Deputy Paulson, the man Dan had seen in the tax office, was in charge. From the street, Dan and Tonto could see Paulson at the sheriff's desk. He was talking to a man in the clothing of an Easterner. Though the door was open, a low-voiced conversation could not be heard.
0: Callie, Tonto. Lone Ranger would sure like to know more about Deputy Paulson. Uh, feller him talked to come from East... Maybe him railroad man. I wish I'd been arrested last night. Huh? Why you say that, Dan? Because if I'd been arrested, I'd be in the jail cell. And I'd be close enough to hear what goes on at the sheriff's desk. See how near the barred door is?
1: Hmm. Uh, that may be a good idea. We go away. Talk over plan. Unnoticed, Dan and Tonto moved away. Meanwhile, the deputy talked to a man named Gibson who represented the railroad. Mr. Gibson, I've done a lot of thinking since you and I talked yesterday.
2: I'm glad you came to me before you called on Brimstone Brewster. Brimstone Brewster? Well, that's what everyone calls Brewster on account of his hot temper. Oh, I see. He'll fight at the drop of a hat. He hates railroads more than anything else. He'd probably shoot you on sight if he knew you were with the railroad. But, Paulson, if we try to run the tracks around the Brewster land, we'll have to go through the
3: mountains. That's out of the question. We must have the right of way on Brewster's ranch. We'll pay a fair price based on the assessed value of the property. Money
2: would never change Brewster's mind. You said that yesterday. If Brewster refuses to listen to reason, I'll have to try legal action. You'd have to wait for the sheriff to return. He'll be gone for weeks. What's more, the sheriff would be against legal action because he knows it'd lead to gunplay and bloodshed.
3: Uh, No farther ahead than I was yesterday. I'll call on
2: Brewster and have a talk. He may not be as bad as you think. No, oh, no, wait. I've been waiting 24 hours. I'm working on your problem. I, I sent my assistant to see Brewster. Oh, you did? Yes, yes. He'll sound out the old fire eater. He'll be back in a little while. Well, why didn't you say so in the
1: first place? What oh, the Sam Hills... Yells and shouts outside brought the sheriff's deputy and the railroad man to their feet. An instant later, a boy who looked wide-eyed with fear rushed through the door.
2: Help!
0: Help me! Help! He was
1: pursued by a tall Indian. Indian! Now, hold on here. Wait a minute. Take it easy. Stand still, Redskin, or I'll let daylight through you.
0: That Indian's after me. Now, me get you. Me
2: teach you try-ride Indian horse. Quiet. Why is he chasing you, son? He saw me
0: standing next to his horse. He yelled at me. I ran and he chased me. You take Indian horse. I wasn't going to touch your horse. Me fix you. Now,
2: me teach you lesson. Now, hold it. Thinking you're drawing a gun, huh? Well, I'll take that shooting iron. You were a stranger in town, boy?
0: Yes, sir. Sheriff, if you'll please hold that Indian long enough for me to buy a few supplies and leave. You town. You not hold me. Oh,
2: no. Well, you just walk straight to that bar door. You not tell me. Mean not break law. Get going. The charge is disturbing the peace. Now move. Golly, Sheriff, thanks. It's all right, boy. I'll see if the engine's held long enough, let you leave town safely. Right oh, in there, Engine. Uh... Yeah, that'll hold you. Now, Gibson, we'll get back to our conversation.
3: Uh, what about that Indian's horse?
2: I'll take care of it when I go out.
3: Hello, Paulson.
2: Oh, hello, Grant. Glad you're back.
3: I made it as fast as I could.
2: Shake hands with Mr. Gibson. Gibson, this is Grant, my assistant. It's a pleasure. He's the man I sent to call on Brimstone Brewster. Oh, yes, yes.
3: Did you see Brewster? Yeah, I saw him. He's sure hard to talk to. The minute I mentioned that he might have a chance to make some easy cash by selling land to the railroad, he blew up.
2: Did he draw a gun on you, Grant? No, no, but...
3: He said he'd be waiting with his rifle ready for anyone who tried to take away his land. Doesn't he understand that I'll make a fair offer? I tried to tell him that, but he wouldn't listen. Well, I'll
2: talk to him. But Paulson, if Just wa- give me a chance, Gibson. Um, uh, now you go back to the hotel and wait there until you hear from me. I may be able
1: to talk some sense into Brimstone Brewster. All right. Tonto, behind the door of steel bars, was within a few steps of the sheriff's desk and in a fine position to hear all that went on. When the railroad man had left, the acting sheriff turned to his young assistant. Uh, Sit down, Grant. Thanks. Did you tell Brewster what I said?
3: Uh, Yeah. I told him he'd be smart to sell to the railroad. I told him that if he refused, there were legal steps that could be taken to make him sell. Then he got mad. Hmm. I wonder if it is legal to take away a man's property, as you say. Grant, are you
2: questioning my knowledge
3: of the law? Well, no, but... I can't help wondering why the railroad doesn't try to buy just enough land for the tracks and let Brewster to keep the rest of his property. Maybe a deal like that could be worked out. Grant, you're new in this
2: job. You're merely on probation. Now, if you want me to recommend you to the sheriff when he returns, you'd better do as you're told without question. All right, Paulson. That railroad has its own way of doing business. It has the backing of the government. One stubborn man can't be allowed to block expansion of the railroad. No, sir. I'll call on Brewster and tell him where he stands that doesn't bring him to terms, I'll serve him with an eviction notice. But
3: you know that's illegal.
2: Illegal or not, I intend to evict him. If he thinks he has a case, he can take it to court.
3: He'll probably never realize he has a case.
1: A little later the same day, Dan Reed rode into camp and told the Lone Ranger what he had learned. Then he told of the trick by which Toto had been locked in the cell... where he could hear the conversation in the sheriff's office.
0: I waited in a clump of trees behind the building... Where I could watch the barred window in the jail cell without being seen. When I saw Tano's signal, I made sure the coast was clear... and then ran up to the window and picked up the note he dropped. Here it is, sir. Sir? I didn't stop to read it. See. he says the acting sheriff
2: is trying to help a man named Gibson... a representative of the railroad.
0: The acting sheriff is named Paulson. He's the man we saw last night in the tax
2: office. Yes, Dan.
0: Uh, What else does Tano say, sir?
2: Gibson apparently wants all the land belonging to Brimstone Brewster... Paulson intends to get it for him.
0: All the land.
2: Well, that's what Toto says. I don't know why the railroad needs all of Brewster's land. I know that ranch; it's big. He says if Brewster refuses to sell out, Paulson intends to serve an eviction notice. What? Is that legal, sir? I doubt it. Dan, I think Paulson is up to something.
0: He looked that way when we saw him last night working on that ledger in the tax office. I wonder why he was doing that.
2: Then I'll saddle silver. Then call
1: on Brimstone Brewster to see what he has to say. To avoid meeting ranch hands who would ask questions about his mask, the Lone Ranger and Dan approached from behind the Brewster ranch house. They drew rein near the back door, dismounted and walked around the side of the building. As they neared the front porch, they heard heated voices.
4: Lord says a man
2: can be run off his own property, then I'm
1: against the law.
4: Brewster, you're a stubborn fool. Don't
1: you call me a fool, Paulson. Wait here, Dan. The
2: railroad will pay you 10% over the assessment. I'll pattern.
4: not sell it any price.
2: In that case, I'll have to serve you with an eviction notice. The man
4: who brings an eviction had better be geared for gunplay, because I'll be waiting with my rifle. You wouldn't dare shoot a lawman, Brewster. I'll shoot anyone who tries to take away my property. I'll clear out, Paulson, or I'll start on you. Clear out until you get
2: There'll be a man here with a notice
4: in the morning. If there is, I'll shoot him.
1: The Lone ranger and Dan Reed withdrew from the ranch without being seen and returned to camp. A little later, Tonto arrived. Tonto unsettled his horse while the masked man told of the trip to Brewster's ranch. Then the Indian nodded and said,
2: From ranch, Paulson come to office. Him have argument with Grant. Uh... Me here, Paulson, in of Sheriff only two months. Before that, him in tax office. That made it easier for him to get at the ledger.
0: But why did he want to work on that ledger?
2: That remains to be learned, Dan. Go on, Toto. Uh, Paulson, tell Grant, go see Brewster in morning and serve eviction notice. Grant, say it not legal. Paulson, tell Grant, do as told, no argument. Oh, then what? Then Paulson, unlock cell door, tell me, clear out of town. Paulson must know that Grant will be shot by Brimstone Brewster. I wonder if that is what he wants. I'd like to see that eviction notice. Uh, Maybe we meet Grant on trail in morning. That, Tonto, is just what we'll do.
1: The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes... Please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue. The following morning, with a sealed envelope folded yeah. oh. and tucked into the pocket of his shirt, oh. yeah. Deputy Grant rode hard along the trail from town toward the ranch of Brimstone Brewster. Yeah. He didn't know that the fiery-tempered rancher was ready to shoot. Neither did he know that a masked man and an Indian were waiting at the side of the trail. The two men and their horses were concealed by a dense clump of an underbrush. Firing one shot into the air, the masked man leaped into view with Tonto at his heels and shouted... "Rein in!
2: Stop your horse! You covered!" Ho, Ho,
3: ho, ho, ho. boy! Outlaws!
1: Grant drew the reins with his left hand while his right dropped to his holster. Hold it! Don't draw that gun. Now dismount. Grant hesitated. He eyed the masked man's steady gun and knew it would be foolhardy to disobey the sharp command. He dismounted and raised his hand slowly.
3: All right, you win. For the time being...
1: Take his gun, Tonto. Uh
3: Tonto. You. You're the engine who was jailed.
2: Isn't that right?
3: Well, if this is your idea of getting even with the law... Nonsense,
2: nonsense, Grant. Tonto and I are for the law. 100% for the law. Then
3: why'd you stop me?
2: I want to see a document you're taking to Jim Brewster. I'd like to see the kind of eviction notice Paulson has prepared. Did you see the document, Grant?
3: No. Paulson gave it to me sealed.
2: All right, look. Blank paper? It would serve Paulson's purpose as well as anything, because you wouldn't have the chance to hand it to Brewster. Why'd he send me with blank paper? He knows Brewster will shoot as soon as he sees you with what appears to be an eviction notice. You'd have to shoot to defend yourself. Either you or Brewster is to be shot. But why? I think Paulson wants Brewster out of the way. It doesn't matter whether you shoot him in self-defense or... Or he's hanged for shooting you. If that's the case, we'll I'm going to... We'll find out. I'll try your hands.
3: Not on your life. I you think... hold still.
2: This is merely a precaution, Grant. Otto, I'm going to call on Brewster. You take Grant to camp where you can watch him.
1: As the Wolf Ranger approached Brimstone Brewster's house, this time from the front... He saw the rancher seated on the porch steps with a Winchester across his knees. Then Brewster was on his feet with his rifle pointed at the masked man. Hold her, hold.
4: All right, smart. Raise your hands and state your business with it.
1: Easy, steady big fella.
2: Lower the rifle, Brewster. I'm not from the sheriff's office. I can tell that from the mask.
4: You here on not business.
2: I'm here to show you a sheet of blank paper and an envelope that held it. Eh? Huh? This is what the acting sheriff Paulson gave to his assistant to give you. Blank people? You thought Paulson was sending a man to evict you. Blank. Like, I don't chevy. If you'd seen a lawman, you'd have shot at him. In defense, he'd have shot you. You'd have been killed or in jail. Then it would have been too late to tell you that there's no legal way Paulson can order you off your property. Now, if you'll help Brewster... We may be able to expose his crooked scheme.
4: I won't promise to help you, mister. But I'll listen while you talk
1: some more. Tell me what you got in mind. Later that morning, Paulson and the railroad man were once more together in the sheriff's office. A heavy ledger from the tax office in the same building lay open on the desk. Well, there's the assessment on the Brewster Ranch, Gibson.
2: Much higher than I thought it would be. You're sure there's no mistake? Oh, of course, I'm sure. Wasn't I the tax commissioner until a few weeks ago? You can talk to the new commissioner if you want to, but he can only show you these records. He's in his office right now. I just borrowed the ledger from him. If you'd like to see him, Oh, that's not necessary. You have the map showing the Brewster property. Right here. Based on the assessment, the land we'll need for the right of way is actually worth about a thousand dollars. Well, maybe so, Gibson, but that land is worth a lot more to you. Unless you have it, you'll have to tunnel through the mountains. Five thousand is tops, but I should make the offer direct to Brewster. Oh no, 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 no! Let me handle him, Gibson. I, I want to prevent gunplay. Now, I've sent Grad to soften him up. Now, I know how to deal with Brewster. Yeah. Someone just threw rain outside. Well, maybe Grant is back. It's about time. There. You back again? There's plenty of trouble at Brewster Place. Trouble? Yeah. <clears throat> me see a named Grant. Ride to Brewster Ranch. A little later, me hear gunshot. Ride closer. See Grant face down on ground near Ranch House. Great Scott. Did Brewster shoot him? Me see Brewster on porch with rifle. It's murder. Uh, hey, Bart. Yeah? You come with me. We're going to arrest the killer. Are you uh, Indian? Do you think there's
3: a chance that Grant might be alive? Well, me go there and find out. What? You're going back to the Brewster
2: Ranch? That's right. And you come with me. But Paulson suggested I wait here. He say you go.
1: Paulson and a townsman named Bart rode quickly to the Brewster ranch. As they approached the house, they saw Grant's horse at Ground Hitch. Nearby, Grant lay face down on the grass. Brimstone Brewster was waiting calmly on the porch steps. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, oh, don't a... move, Brewster. I have you covered. It's all yeah.
2: high. Touch that rifle and we'll open fire. Who's moving?
1: Consider yourself
2: under arrest. Who, me? What's your charge, Paulson? I am taking you in for shooting Grant. If he's dead, the charge is murder. Who says I uh, shot in? Seems to me you're taking a lot for granted. All right, stick out your hands. Uh, Handcuffing me? Yes, I'm taking no chances with you. Uh, uh. Now I'll step inside the house for a minute and talk to Mrs.
0: Brewster. Oh, I, I heard everything, Sheriff. Poor Jim thought he was justified in protecting his property.
2: I'll try to stop crying, Mrs. Brewster. Huh. You'll have to see that Jim has a lawyer that's smart enough to convince the jury that Jim was only defending his property.
0: Lawyer? But that'll take money.
2: You must have cash on hand.
0: No, only a few dollars.
2: That's bad. It'll take a thousand to bring the right kind of lawyer from a big city. A
0: thousand? Oh, no.
2: Mrs. Brewster, I know this isn't the right time to talk business, but you'll need cash to save Jim's life. I've already told your husband that the railroad wanted to buy this ranch.
0: You told him it would be taken away if he didn't sell.
2: Oh, maybe Jim misunderstood. The fact is, there's still time to sell. In fact, maybe I can help you. Yes, I know I can help. Just let me borrow pen and ink
1: and some paper.
0: There, on the desk.
1: Well, that's fine. I'll sit here and write an agreement. (laughs) Deeply absorbed in writing, Paulson didn't know what went on outside the house. Bates, who had been left outside to guard Brewster, was amazed to see Deputy Grant rise uninjured from the ground and approach the porch drawing a handcuff key from his pocket. While he unlocked the handcuffs, Grant assured Bates that there was no cause for holding Brewster and convinced him there was reason to believe that Paulson himself was crooked. Bates agreed to aid in the plan to expose the acting sheriff. Then Tonto arrived with Gibson. They went with Brewster, Bates, and Grant to the back of the house where the Lone Ranger waited with Dan Reed. Dan remained with the horses. The masked man and the others silently entered the back door as Paulson finished writing. Ah, there, Mrs. Brewster. This is a ten-day option. But I'll give you $50 when you sign it.
0: An option?
1: Yes. It
2: gives me the right to buy this ranch exclusive of the livestock and equipment for $5,000. $5,000? 5,
0: but it's worth much more.
2: It's more than the railroad would pay. It's more than anyone in town would pay. Furthermore, Mrs. Brewster, you'll raise considerably more cash by selling the cattle. You're going to need cash for a lawyer.
0: But it's Jim's ranch. He's the one to sell it.
2: Well, I'll talk to him later. He couldn't sell it without your signature anyhow. That's why I want you to sign now while I'm here. And I'll talk to Jim when we reach town.
0: Well, I I don't know. Jim
2: is sure to hang, Mrs. Brewster, unless he has a mighty fine lawyer. And he'll probably face the hanging rather than ask you to give up this ranch. Oh, no. But if he sees you've already signed, you're willing to give it up. Well, he'll feel different. Now, you just sign right here. Don't sign! Gibson, you here. We're all here, Paulson. Grant, I see here what... Brewster! Yes, you should have looked to see if Grant was shot. You outsmarted
3: yourself, Paulson. Mask, who are you? He's the man who baited the trap for you, Paulson. He's the one who figured you wanted me to be shot by Brewster. So as you could put pressure on Brewster and his wife to sell you this ranch for $5,000. price I agreed to pay for only a narrow strip of land across the ranch. Then you'd own the rest of the property and it wouldn't cost you a cent. Now, oh, wait,
2: listen, I can explain. Parson, you
3: lied to Brewster. You didn't tell him I wanted to buy only a strip for the railroad tracks. You told him I wanted to buy all of his property. That's
4: what you told me, Parson. Fix alive,
3: I'd be glad to sell part of the land to the railroad. Why not? We'll have no trouble reaching an agreement,
2: Brewster. Now that we're together... Paulson saw to it that we didn't meet face to face. Oh, that masked man engineered this deal, huh? He set things up so I'd think Brewster killed Grant. That's right, Paulson. I suspected you of something underhanded when I saw you changing records in the tax ledger. You saw me? When you were in the tax office, you probably collected more than you should have... and pocketed the difference between that and the tax called for by the actual assessment. When a new collector replaced you... You knew you'd be exposed unless the ranchers continued to pay the same amount of tax. Isn't that true? Uh, you. So you sneaked into the office at night and raised the assessment in the ledger, so taxes would remain the same amount you'd collected. Uh, hear that, Paulson? You're smart, mister. I don't know how you knew all that, but... Call it, uh, call it a shot in the dark, Paulson. It seems to have found the mark. I'll kill you for this. Yes.
4: Oh, my arm! What a draw!
2: You hit, mister? No, Brewster. Uh, it's
3: a good thing you were fast oh. on the draw. First man I ever saw draw, Paulson.
2: My arm's broken. We'll dress it for you, Paulson. You were in on the frame-up, Grant. So was Mrs. Brewster. You're all against me. You want people on your side, Paulson? Try playing a straight game. Come on, Tonto. Dan's waiting. Hey, hold on,
4: missy. Yes? yes? We're all mighty obliged
3: to you. Yes, you've been a great help to the railroad. Yep, And to me? To everyone around here. It looks like the folks will all get tax refunds. And Paulson, you're the one to make those refunds as long as your cash holds out.
2: Oh, Grant, Paulson should be held in jail until the sheriff returns.
3: Yeah, that's where he's going, mister. I'm taking over until the sheriff returns. Is that all right with you, Bates? Yep, sure thing. And it'll be all right with everyone else in town.
2: In that case, there's no more for Toto and me to do. I'll never get over being grateful to you, mister. I'm glad we had the chance to serve your community. But that mask man,
3: if it hadn't been for him. The sheriff will tell you he helped us once before. He's the Lone Ranger.
1: a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Enterprises, and directed by Charles D. Livingston. Tonight's drama was written by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.